0: Hello again and welcome to another week, another edition, another... Foray into Masterchef Australia on a star podcast, under bench staples with me, me, me self, with <laughs> me, me, self, me self. myself Russell and himself, Patrick. <laughs> how are you? Would you believe we're Irish? Well, they know now, you know, now, you know, now, how are you doing? That was uh, the start of the week. First episode of the week. A good episode.
1: I would argue it was not a good episode. Tell me why. Like, the challenge is all about kind of childhood, going back in time, being inspired by childhood flavours of cereal. But I would argue the stuff that was put up, on the most part, was uninspiring. Oh.
0: Okay. I just I just liked it. But then again I
1: just I really like the theme and yeah. the idea of the challenge. I just think that on the whole there were a lot of failures. Interesting.
0: So it was a mystery box day <laughs> Uh, all the way paying homage to Nostalgia. Um, great to see so many off-brand cereals there. <laughs> I was half expecting uh, Cocoa Poops, um, Porn Flakes, and <laughs> Porn uh, Wheat Flakes. Bricks, you know. But uh, no, they went with some, you know, relatively good names there just to make it off-brand and not upset the sponsors, I guess. Um, it was a 75-minute challenge, hour and 15, and... At least one cereal must be used in any of the dishes, and the bottom three will go into tomorrow night's pressure test. Hmm. They were the
1: ground rules. They sure were for engagement. And the options on the table were: choco pops, cocoa pops, cocoa yeah. pops, rice puffs, rice krispies, rice krispies, <laughs> wheat. Be- <laughs> Wheat biscuits, Wheatabix bix, um, corn flakes, corn, corn flakes. flakes, and Fruit Loops, Fruit Loops. In the in this part of the world, did we have Fruit Loops growing up? Because I definitely didn't.
0: I don't think we did. I don't think Fruit Loops were a thing no. in Ireland. Um we definitely have had all the others with the names that I translated there. Um translated Translate I'm like, English
1: into English. Yeah,
0: I'm like, you know the, you know you know when you're watching like things from the EU or the UN and it's been translated mm. as it's been spoken. That's exactly mm. what I was doing there. Um no we didn't have Fruit Loops, but I think like the emergence of the scrum diddlies and munch diddlies or whatever they're all called, those um Uh, uh, sugar dealers in Mm. different shopping centres they would sell them and the American Isle where you'd get fluff and kosher salt and Crisco and stuff like that all of that would be there with the fruit loops mm. and they'd be extortionately priced. I
1: really only think I came across it as an adult yeah. so I'm not sure that uh, I could even ascertain the flavors like are they fruity? Yeah, mm, well, who not, is th- that there's no natural fruit? Who is that older lady on TikTok who is like this old Jewish like queen <laughs> and she just like Puts up? These deadpan TikToks, and she said, she said one once that um, uh, what was it about? It was like something as crisp in the name, and she asked, like, but is it crispy though? <laughs> and like, if it is fruit in Fruit Loops, is it a fruity flavor or is it just sugar? I'll we'll get a box and try it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of intrigued to try it. I won't like that. to
0: have it at eight o'clock at night with the aim of trying to go to sleep at some point. So maybe that's why it's a good breakfast cereal. Kickstart your day by getting
1: high on sugar. If Speaking. You, <laughs> if you had the choice of the cereals, what would um, you do? Sweet, savory, and give us an indication of the recipe.
0: I probably would go down the route that a few of them did, including Ralph and Melissa, and I'd do something fried. I know it's so expected of me to do that, but that's probably where I'd go. I'd probably go something savory and I would um, fry it off. Although I just had a flashback to the recipe in our book for deep fried ice cream.
1: Yes. And that one is
0: covered in um crunchy nut cornflakes if i remember correctly is it or not or is it ginger nuts i can't remember i might have done i might have done testing with it's coated in digestive biscuits and then... That's it. It's coated in digestive biscuits, but I tested it
1: with crunchy nuts and it didn't quite work. We tested it with Coke Pops as well and that did kind of work, but the key is it has to be completely coated. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, it didn't work in the sense that it allowed a bit of exposure. So mm. we decided just to keep it with biscuits if I remember correctly. But yeah, yeah, the memories of that. So just had a flashback there to it going, I've done something like that. This before so yeah. there's that but yeah I probably would have gone savoury probably uh, some sort of fried chicken kind of situation Yum. there or something along those lines what about yourself
1: I would definitely also go the savoury route because I think you earn extra kudos because like you associate those products as sweet mm. I think Immediately, if you go for the savory, it kind of gives you the upper hand, but mm. it also is higher pressure. I think I would lean into the names of the options, and because there's corn in cornflakes, yes. I'd probably do something around corn, yeah, and have that as a coding of something or
0: which is interestingly where uh, (laughs) Ralph's um, mind frame was going through it Um, he mentioned a dish that he grew up with if my phone would unlock and I'd be able to see my notes Um, I did take down the name of a sata I believe this is a maize meal that he would have usually with uh, veg and meat big big memory of his childhood Um, but he used to always think of it as mashed potato so he decided to do a really good mash yeah So uh, let's actually go through the contestants and let's go with Ralph first Mm. uh, here uh, because he had a knockout performance today. Mm. uh, One of the two contestants to get highly praised in uh, the judging, which is a really great thing to see. We're starting to see him emerging a bit more, becoming more confident. There's so many things I would have not done with his cook out of fear of it screwing up. Yeah. But he did it anyway and did it really
1: well. Yeah. I think comfort food is definitely his angle. Yeah. And he over the past couple of weeks he hasn't been afraid to take risks. Mm. And that's the really exciting thing that you're starting to you're starting to see him emerge at the correct time. Mm. And the stuff he's doing is clearly working, so yeah. it's exciting to see how he will progress now?
0: Like it was quite brave of him to do a pork chop on the bone in that manner. I mean, I, I, I would, just
1: wouldn't do that. No,
0: I wouldn't do it to myself. I would, I would be like, how do I make life easier while still achieving what I want to achieve? And putting the parmesan into the cornflakes was a genius move, but so
1: risky. You're putting that easily could just burn and catch. You're putting cheese and cereal. On pork, mm. two things that are gonna color really quickly after they hit heat. You're also putting it on a piece of meat that's on the bones, yeah. therefore that's going to take longer to cook as well. And also, if
0: it's you, the bone acts as a conductor of heat as well, so if the bone gets so hot, the area around it can become tough and so yeah. on. So, it's so risky, but bloody hell, he, good on him.
1: He nailed it. Yeah, I spotted um, he at the start of the challenge to do the mash mm. he put the potatoes whole into the oven yes and that is a really mm. chefy thing to do to create epic mash
0: and speaking of the mash it was epic
1: it looked it looked perfect.
0: like a block of butter
1: i'm sure it was
0: i say it was like 50/50 so nice, so, so nice. Really great to see him doing so well. Yeah, amazing. Um, and as I say, came out on the top two of the contestants this week. Let's go through the roulette wheel of contestants here and pick someone else
1: out. Let's go to Alice next, who took the Fruit Loops and tried to do something inspired, but also very literal of like, I'm going to recreate a larger than life fruit Mm. loop Mm. to me it looked amazing Great presentation. I think the issues had been all in the eating of like stuff hadn't quite the right textures.
0: Yes, this Fruit Loop Parfait, Fruit Loop Parfait, enunciate Russell. um, It was split essentially. There was too many ground up Fruit Loops in there, which as a result made it grainy and split, which is a real shame because it had a huge amount of potential to be very, very good. It did look the part, but... But it failed on technique hmm. more than anything. And I guess visuals can be one thing, but it's got to work. Hmm. It's got to work. And actually, on the flip side of that, there's a lot of people who are making dishes that don't look incredible, but still got through.
1: See, it's yeah. it, it's kind of that handoff of if you take a risk, the technique has to stand up and the flavor has to stand up. If you... Keep it simple, you just have to have the flavor. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick
0: of B reels going off when I'm doing this podcast, but here we are. It Three, always two, one. There you go. Yeah,
1: I want to talk next about Rhiannon because she chose the um, Coke Pops and she did a brownie mm-hmm. with a a vanilla ice cream and a chili and raspberry coolie. Yeah. Mmm. Interesting. The presentation is not how I imagined it. No. I think to start on the brownie an inspired choice to have a kind of crumb or like a a crust almost of the cocoa pops on the top of the brownie. On any other thing except a brownie, because you want that crackle. Yes. And I think she put those on before it had gone into into
0: the oven, and that's possibly why <laughs> we had a soggy brownie. Like she could have treated it a bit like a crackle. An. Yeah. In, in 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 how it's maybe done, maybe may, I don't know. I don't know how she could have saved it while still achieving it, because visually it looked great. It did look great, and the chili element, chili and and uh, raspberry and raspberry and chocolate are a. Beautiful combination. Mm. Now, I'd say it's a combination of the flavor that you saved her bacon there, but it's just the texture is a big issue, and yeah. that's ultimately what, uh, you know, was a trouble for her. Um, but we didn't see a huge amount of her on this episode, so I guess it's also
1: the thing of edits edit, and how you yes. see things and all that type of stuff. Um, how about we go back to Savory and we go to Melissa yes. and the fried chicken?
0: So these, this, uh, as is always the case on a lot of the episodes, you have about two thirds, half of the contestants are highlighted in great detail and then others are just swooped through. Mm-hmm. And despite our love of fried chicken, it was this was a swoop through mm. for Melissa. Um, rice pop... Rice Krispies,
1: rice fried
0: crisps. chicken. Now, when it was frying away in the pan, there was not a Rice
1: crispy to be seen, from what I could see at least. They were ground. And yeah. that's the first issue here, because I can't see it on the outside. Yeah. It, it isn't... It's only just a kind of indication of, okay, there's something there, but I can't tell the thing that it was. And it also absorbed too much oil, I think the judges said. They said it was too oily, Yeah,
0: which which I can completely understand because, you know, you add any liquid of any form, hot or cold, to a Rice Krispie. Mm. It doesn't stay crispy. It has a bit of a bite, but not a lot of a bite. Um, so that was a bit of a... Fe- and actually, when I think of Rice Krispies, they benefit better from dry air than...
1: Ovening almost,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah they air benefit frying.
1: more from that than from deep frying. I just don't really know why you would choose the Rice Krispie for the fried chicken. When there's cornflakes right corn there. Cornflakes. Yeah, I know. Especially because cornflakes are kind of on that... Are they sweet? They're kind of savory, mm, mm, you know. Mm. So um, oh, well, imagine some frosties there. Almost there. Imagine okay. some frosties. Imagine the greatest cereal on earth: crunchy mm. nut cornflakes on some Sorry. chicken thigh.
0: I'm having like a one of those exes where you just kind of like you're like, oh my god, I'm just thinking of all these different things. When I was and a kid, Oh, a satay. When I was a kid, there was um. What was those cereals? We used to get them, let's say when I was a kid. I mean, like five years ago, we used to get them. I think we got them in London. Um, Corn pops.
1: Is that the name of
0: them? Delicious yellow balls. Yeah. Heaven. I don't think they make them anymore.
1: I don't think so. It had a a really annoying ad. Did a. It was kind of like a... um, Kind of... Gold Rush...
0: Yeah Gold mine Are you thinking of golden nuggets? Am I? Actually maybe golden nuggets are a good substitute Do you know what? This shopping thing We're going to have to go to the (laughs) shop and buy so much shit now Because I really want to. I love
1: a cereal Same Love it Same
0: Yeah Really, really love that. So yeah.
1: Oh I think I am thinking of
0: Golden, Golden Nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> and it did have an annoying ad with a with a really bearded little yeah. pirate or something like that. <laughs> little Whereas man. Kellogg's on the other hand were just like buy it. It's great. Yeah. Um oh, I love those. I'd love a bottle of them right now.
1: Um yeah, they were sweet. The next Let's... person I would like to talk about is Antonio. Antonio who Antonio did a Coca Pops Eclair.
0: Yes. Now this looks special. This looks really, really special. Cocoa Pops, eclair, creme pot on the inside. Interestingly, it did look like he scooped out the Fanny Craddock goo uh, Uh, out of the inside of the... um of the eclair but there was a bit of a sensibility in doing that because once he scooped it out he then replaced it with a solid layer if I remember correctly a kind of, of crispy like layer a crispy layer which had uh, Cocoa Pops on mm. it meaning that you got a base layer of Cocoa Pops creme pat and then the beautiful piping on top with it's extra cocoa Pops he understood the assignment
1: big time a million, percent. a million percent and can I just comment on the versatility yeah because yeah. he's been really good at the sweet yeah. and really good at the savoury yeah. and he's always changing it up I'm always excited to mm. see his approach to any of the challenges I b- have to agree yeah because he keeps us on the edge of of our seat and, it, and
0: actually this challenge mm. interestingly was really rooted in the same things that a lot of his recipes. Have been so far. The him doing a nostalgia challenge is just him cooking from his heart. Yeah. So much of what he does is cooking from the heart, cooking from his family, uh, memories, and everything like that. So this is right up his street, and to see him continue to succeed in it is amazing.
1: Yeah, mm. totally. Mm. Uh, Addy next, who did the Fruit Loop cake?
0: Yes, um,
1: Trezleckis Yeah,
0: a, a, a Addy Trelecky, um cake. <laughs> um Leckie. Declan will never live that down. Never. Um, though we'll get to him about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I loved the sound of this. I really liked how it sounded. I thought it was a good idea. Uh, it was a very fun concept. Three layers of the um, creme légère. That's what it's called. That's interesting. Um, but in the execution of it, very messy looking. She yeah. When she forgot to do the um, uh, soaking of the sponges in the milk, it just created an extra messy
1: looking yeah. dish, which isn't ideal. I think like in the end, because her plan had been to kind of code it in the rubble of yeah. the cereal that hid everything. And I couldn't p- picture that mm-hmm. as the episode had been going out, but yeah, it was messy, it was hands-on, there was stuff that had gone wrong. However,
0: when I went from the bench, it looked a bit messy. When I got to the judge's table on the pink plate and they pointed that out, it was nostalgia. Childhood. If you looked it up in a dictionary, it mm. was that it looked gorgeous. The gaps weren't probably as noticeable as they were uh, at the judge at the bench, as they were in the judge's table. It looked a lot more solid, and probably the angle that it came at and all this type of stuff. I thought it was a good-looking dish in the end. I'd be intrigued to try it because, like, that's very, mm. very me. Um, it The edit really did make it seem like she was failing though.
1: Again. Yeah, it did, but I think the key here is she nailed the brief because it yeah. was her approach was about infusion. Yes. I just need to get the flavor of that in as many elements as I can, mm. have it technically sound, and then I'm going to code it in them anyway.
0: Yeah. Um a good effort though in the end, really, and good. I was praised uh, very I highly for us. I think
1: high, high highly. up there. Obviously, yeah. they only kind of spotlit two, but mm. if they had three, I think it'd have probably been her in there as well.
0: Okay, let's uh, race through a few more here. Who kind of didn't get a huge amount of exposure? Uh, Rue did a salted caramel uh, ice cream, ice cream praline with a rice crispy base? Stunning. She's really, really good at these sweet little treats. And little turns. too
1: similar to the past couple I, I was just about to say I, I was like oh, okay girl we've seen this a few times yeah. now I get that this challenge it's appropriate for but I need to see other stuff
0: yeah yeah I agree um, but it's still you um, know Phil I, now if you're I'm sure most people who are listening to this are Irish uh, or English but if you're not like this was when he said this is something we do in Ireland it's like Absolutely. When he put those up in the little paper cases, that's a kid's party right there, but refined really, really well. Like Um, those little, it was exactly what it was, was Cocoa Pops with a Rice Krispie Bun kind of vibe. I have a full description of it somewhere else,
1: they looked good. I just thought of, could you take those? and kind of turn it into an ice cream cake yeah, individual coated Don't. in the cereal and then as the judges Cuts cut through. into it, it it has an ice cream and mm. a sponge or something mm. like he had a he had a it had a mousse or something I it? think it had a a, praline. Parfait a parfait or something and then it had a crunch on the bottom.
0: Yeah, it really good. I did say them it did kind of give a mouthful of soggy cocoa pops which is great but uh safe anyway regardless. Theo, Theo's um, ice cream the ice cream sandwiches that were more like uh melted <laughs> melt- okay, <Pat>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was also it was. brown too. <laughs> oh, it was it was brown Back. on brown.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, God. It looks like a pass.
0: <laughs> no. I'm sure it
1: tasted great too. Yeah, but.
0: but yeah, no. Uh, well, it clearly did taste great because he's safe. I guess. Yeah, Again the flavor, and he knew it was under. It was not. Yeah. It was not right.
1: But I, I thought, oh, that's a shame because they had edited in that he hasn't tried ice cream in the kitchen yet. Is this going to be his saboteur? I don't know. Uh,
0: Robbie did a schnitzel covered in cornflakes with mashed potato balls and a bit of salad. Nice. Again, kind of what we said the other week, his presentation was beautiful there. Mm. Really, really elegant, really refined uh, kind of presentation. That was gorgeous. And then the last two that we have are... Kath. Oh, have we not done Kath? Not Kath. Kath. Okay, um, three more. Uh, beautiful presentation again. Yeah. I loved the story behind mm. it because it's like the same thing but different on two seasons and the fact that she nailed the two vibes that she was going for was great. The strawberry pickle was a nice little addition. Loved that. Really liked the sound
1: And of then that. those shards. Mm. Really nice. Such beautiful presentation.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Grace and Declan. Let's cut a. Grace. Grace and Declan. Let's uh, fill up the um, bottom two. We've already talked about Alice. Alice. So let's fill up the other two here now. Um, who'd to go first? Grace. Let's go with Grace. Okay. I loved this idea.
1: I loved the idea when she described it because I'm a hoe for a Pop-Tart. But when are you ever going to eat a Pop-Tart in milk? I'm gonna also ask when are you gonna eat a Pop-Tart
0: that isn't hot a Pop-Tart is is, the Pop concept of a Pop-Tart is that it pops out of a toaster a toaster adds heat and therefore it is a warm thing you might
1: have it with a glass of milk on the side. On the side? To you cool de- your mouth I'm down, sure some- As it is hotter than the surface of the sun uh, It's not as there. hot as a McDonald's
0: apple pie, but it's close. It's close. I'm like, I love the creativity. I love the idea. I love the playfulness of it. And, and they did say it was like, you definitely got the most in- <laughs> the enthusiastic player award type of thing. But I think she was going in the right direction I just think that she took a turn off too soon And went down
1: into I'm just going to smother this in milk The issue that I have is like This is Grace trying to be too clever Yeah Why don't you just make Home made pop tarts Yeah Whole size Yeah that That's all you have to do And get the flavour of the Fruit Loops Inside it and on it That's all you have to do And if you really want the milky
0: element For whatever reason Make like
1: a vanilla custard To go underneath it Under- or something yeah. like. Although you could also have that flavour In a kind of cream cheese icing or something Yeah uh, I just think it was Too many ideas Trying to be too clever And all of them kind of undermined yep. the other elements so a great idea but pretty poorly executed although the edit made her like
0: I just I lo- again I love the story behind the dish yeah. that it's like it was more fruit salad for breakfast and fruit Loops yep. that was how I was brought up and I'd only ever be allowed a at Fruit Loops when I was on school camps or a friend's houses so they felt like proper naughty treats and you can see that she hasn't had E numbers in quite a long time <laughs> because that girl was high as a kite on sugar throughout the whole thing she couldn't speak she was laughing uncontrollably I live it was so funny I
1: think that's how I observe for every yeah. episode. Just,
0: though this was this was <laughs> elevated. Um,
1: then we go on to Declan, who did not have a, a great
0: day. Declan, who has a little shiny little thing on his uh, on his mm. apron, it's worth bearing in mind. He went with muffins. Now the inspiration and the creative line that he was going down was quite clever, because he said he would have a cereal and he'd have like four or five biscuits of wheat or whatever they were calling them on the show for copyright reasons and trademarks. Um, He would have those and then he'd still have a muffin afterwards Mm. on the way to school because he was ravenous um, going to school. Okay, that's fair. So take that and be inspired by it and make breakfast muffins inspired by cereal. On paper, that sounds like a really good interpretation of the brief, but the execution was a big no.
1: A big, big no. And like, at the point that the judges came over and said like, just be careful about putting those ingredients inside the batter because they will absorb all of the moisture. Yeah. At that point, he should have probably thought... Is this really worth it? Because at that point he hadn't them in the oven or anything. He hadn't even added the cereal into the batter. So they kind of approached him at the right time. That'd be the time to change it. And all three of the of these—him, Grace, and Alice—they are the victims of overcomplicating it. Yep. Everybody else kept it simple. Very true. Infuse it coat an ingredient, have it as the star or have it clearly as a star. All three of them tried to just over egg the pudding and reinvent it in a way that I don't think it has to be.
0: Well, two of three of them could have been saved or at least not had as bad of a day if they in just infused, if you yeah. think about it. So I guess to a certain degree there's not an awful lot of flavour that you can get out of cornflakes or anything like that cocoa pops you can fruit loops you can so maybe Declan could have infused a liquid a milk or whatever before creaming eggs and all that type of thing in order just to get the extra flavour out instead of incorporating it as a blended down ingredient yeah I think that's the fatal flaw there. Similarly with the Parfait, having actual uh fruit loops in the parfait was the reason for it not working and splitting because you're adding another chemical or well it's fruit loops it is chemicals but um, you're adding another component in there that isn't quite supposed to be in the makeup of it so that was that i will add the there was one in particular of declans that sounded really good and it was the cornflake and banoffee one and that was the one that looked best as well um There's lovely bits of, like, caramelised banana on top of that, really beautiful, like, that's right up my street, but a touch simple as well. I know it's kind of trying to be creative, but it was a touch simple for this challenge, and even when he said it, I kind of thought, this is not going to get you safe. They have to be the best example. It's that that thing. You can get away with errors if you're creative enough and you execute it relatively okay and it's just fine. But you don't get away with it when it's something that's very elementary, very simple, very straightforward, and you get it wrong. Hmm. Um, So that meant
1: he was in the bottom. Yep. So the three of them are heading into tomorrow's pressure test. Can I just say before we do smash it and pass, why does Jock stare. stare at them when he eats?
0: Is it just to make them feel really uncomfortable?
1: I am not even in the room. and you feel uncomfortable. I'm on the other side of the world three months after the... Or half a year after yeah. this actually happened. And I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that's... He's staring down the barrel yeah. at them as he's, like, chewing their food. Like, the other two judges... ...are not keeping eye contact. <laughs> They're observing yeah. how it cuts or it slices goes, or, it,
0: like... It kind of goes with the persona of the three of them, though. Jock is the stern, staring, kind of, like... Intense. You know, intense. And then on the other side, you've got uh, Melissa, who's just kind of, like... You know, contemplate thoughtful. thoughtful. Yeah. And then you have Andy, who's like, will stare up at the ceiling nine times out of ten when eating. Awkward. Awkward, because he's like trying to decipher things and figure it out. They're very, very different characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was a, a very, very evident tonight. But I think that's just the, the way the edit is, isn't it? Yeah. It's, and I also especially on the ones where the edit feels like they're not going to do well and then they do well. Um, it kind of adds to the drama a little bit. Mm.
1: Um, especially if there's a clap coming along as well. See, I was, I was just going to say, like, how, do, how has it gotten to the point that an extra clap is a kudos because they spend like pretty much every episode clapping. Nonstop. Non stop. Like there's almost a constant clap. But it's like, mmm, but here's a clap. It elevated. Is, it
0: is the equivalent of Hollywood dare I handshake. say it, the Hollywood handshake. Which, <laughs> which 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 in fairness <sighs> I hate because this is on Bake Off, if you're not familiar. Um, I hate how on Bake Off, the Hollywood handshake has become this thing. And in a real Bake Off way, and I say this with love because I do enjoy Bake Off, it's made it really, really twee and silly and a, a, bit, a bit juvenile. That I said, oh, I really hope I get a, a Hollywood handshake. And it's this grand prize that's bequeathed only to the greatest people get a grip it's his ego it's his ego that you're feeding by elevating it as some sort of grand prize it's nothing it's a man who hasn't touched flower in quite a long time's hand touching yours. He's been doing a lot of work in a kitchen in a tent in the middle of a country house. There I said it. At least the clap is quite nice. And it's I can the take, drama of I it. I can
1: take the clap. Yeah. I can take the Hollywood handshake. I'll remind you of the Matt Preston spoon.
0: Oh, 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 oh.
1: <laughs> The f- friggin spoon on the table Ugh. and then the other judges grabbed their spoon and they would chime in in unison Ugh.
0: oh ick the biggest ick oh no 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 we've become a podcast i said about icks
1: and the smug oh, face i'm no, no hate it oh, no, okay no. on to your smash and pass Of this episode,
0: Paul Hollywood's pass. (laughs) I was gonna say smash. No, that's not the whole thing. Okay, I can go
1: first if you want to.
0: Um, okay, because I've a um an essay here. Oh, okay.
1: My smash is gonna be Antonio's eclair. Okay, I think it was a great use of the brief. Great technical skill. I would like to eat that Very much
0: Um, I had in my list Here Someone who we actually Didn't discuss And it was Brent He did an ice cream
1: (gasps) Oh um, Rewind He did a cornflake ice cream With a Banana banana roti roti, And it sounded really Fucking good They called it an Absolute Belter Yeah 10 out of 10
0: ice cream So yeah That was that I had had that in my Potentials But I Will probably Go with Ralph Nice um, yeah. It's right on my street um, I'd actually If I could Get a taste of a few things I'd go for the two fries I'd go Melissa and Ralph Because I'd like that Of the, course you would. Because I'd like the pickles And the of spicy mayo. L- hear me out I want the spicy pic- The pickles And the spicy mayo From the fried chicken dish With Ralph's mm. Sorry my mouth watered there With Ralph's um, Pork and potatoes, and then I'd have a complete meal and I'd be really
1: happy. So, if I can order okay, that, hold okay. on a second now. Yeah, if you get a taster of two, I'm often a taster of two. So, <laughs> Antonio, I'm gonna take uh, eclair from you, yeah, okay. and then maybe I'm gonna go with cat's cornflake okay. ice cream kind of. Dish okay, the caramel, the crumb, all that. So, my pass is gonna be Declan. Okay, I just the point at which you're gonna put a wheatabix into a muffin. Yeah, all I'm thinking about is okay, that's gonna keep me regular, (laughs) but is it gonna be delicious? (laughs) And is it going to be a struggle to eat through the dried cardboard to get to that point? It's like a bran muffin. (laughs) Who is putting wheat bran Mm -hmm. into muffins if for any
0: other reason? Keep you regular. Um, Okay, so I can't repeat anyone. So Declan was in my passes as well. Um, I'm actually going to say Theo purely because what was that? It was cornfl- It was melted cornflake ice cream with a couple of biscuits. It did not look great. It didn't, s- it didn't present well. Uh, so on f- probably for the first fecking occasion in mm. the series, sorry Theo, you're in the
1: pass at this point. See, I think like, I'm confused as to why Alice is in the bottom three because I'd have put Theo in there because technically his also did not work
0: i have also alice in my pass list as well <gasps> oh, yeah yeah i
1: have her in my smash list. Uh,
0: yeah um uh. just when they talked about texture i was like no no no. if i'm getting a parfait what a parfait now it would have been different if she tried to do something else maybe um but parfait texture probably not for me so declan uh Grace and Alice are in the bottom three. As we mentioned before, Ralph and Antonio are two of the best and get highly praised, but no benefit. Highly favoured. They can go home with claps in their hands. Wonderful. Uh, um, So tomorrow is a gelato uh, pressure test. One will be eliminated. Bearing in mind that Declan does have a pin. So that he can play at any point up until in the, the last second. Yes, so if it's going wrong, he can opt out. Meaning, let's hypothetically speak, you either have someone going home who has a pin, or you have two really good people, really technical, really creative people in the bottom two
1: there. Yeah, I mean. Really, this is going to be between Alice and Grace. Yeah. Because he can play the pin. Unless he's delusional. It's happened before. It's happened before a couple of times, but um, it's really going to be between the two girls, I think. And yeah, they're both technical, creative great personality, quite meticulous I'm really enjoying watching both of them yeah so it'll be sad but I'm excited for the pressure test yes it should be a good one so that's it until tomorrow night around the same time we'll get it
0: up before 9pm hopefully um, but thank you for listening and if you have any thoughts just thoughts have you any thoughts <laughs> have you any thoughts there was a gap As there in like even one no but I I left a gap there I was like have you any thoughts and your thoughts can fill that space between me speaking. <laughs> it's, it's a new form of technology. Look it up. It's got to be the future. Thinking. Um, AI. If you, do have any, aye, yeah. um, if you do have any thoughts on anything we've been saying tonight in this episode or what you liked about it, uh, send us a message on anywhere that we're Only on. Only if
1: they're the nice thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they aren't if they so nice, you can go
0: and shite. Keep them to yourself. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but until tomorrow, thanks for listening. And bye-bye. <laughs>